God continues to expand your understanding and your mind concerning the things that the Holy Spirit is releasing to us, amen, kingdom and that of Christ, amen, that we understand the kingdom and the Christ, amen, the king and his kingdom, his ways, amen, his statutes, his precepts and commands that give us life and that give us direction and amen and definitely uh, release a purpose in the name of Jesus Christ. Our scripture reading uh, this this evening was come from our base is going to be out of 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 1 through 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 1 through 6. We're going to read it in the New King James Version, and then we'll turn around and read it again, thank you, Lord, and the New Living Translation. Praise God. We're going to, uh, and uh, another part of that base is going to come out of Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 through 7, in the New King James Version. Amen. And uh, also in the New Living Translation. Uh, we're going to add to that as a as an explanation for the base. Uh, Genesis 3 is out of Genesis 2, chapter 2, verse 15 through 17. And we got other scriptures that we're going to add as well. But this will be the base for the series of teaching that uh, we're going to begin. Amen. Um, uh, uh, today is the beginning of a series of teaching about spiritual warfare. Amen. And uh, this 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 uh, this series is threefold, amen. Number one is to educate a, on the basics, some of the basic principles of spiritual warfare, to educate and to some re-educate concerning some of the basic principles of spiritual warfare, amen. That's number one. Number two is to equip, amen, the believer with the rules of engagement when it comes to a spiritual warfare, amen, to equip. Glory to God, the believer with the rules of engagement. And we'll talk more about the rules of engagement, amen, in just a second. And third, amen, is to uh, expand, amen, expand our vocabulary in regard to biblical uh, spiritual warfare vocabulary, amen. Expand our understanding, expand our vocabulary in regard to spiritual warfare expand our vocabulary in spiritual warfare. Praise God. So what you need to, we have to understand is that the enemy is not moved, does not come under subjection uh, and uh, by our worldly uh, vocabulary. He has no understanding of that. If we're going to be effective in spiritual warfare, amen, we all have to attain to what the scripture tells us, amen, how to engage. Praise God. There are rules to the engagement. So tonight I want to deal with, amen, applying biblical warfare, amen, language. Applying biblical warfare language, amen. When I talk about rules, amen, of engagement, this is a military terminology, amen, and it's defined as a uh, directive issued by a military authority, specifically higher authority, specifying the circumstances the limitations under which forces will engage in combat with the enemy. Amen. It's a, it's a, a directive issued by a military authority and more, more specifically a higher authority. And it's, it's specifying the circumstances and limitations under which forces will uh, engage in combat. Praise God. Uh, Cambridge Dictionary 
defines the rules of engagements as a military term that orders that soldiers fighting in the war are given about, amen, what they can and cannot do specifically. Amen. It's a military term that orders that soldiers fighting in a war are given, amen, about what they can and cannot do specifically. Amen. So anytime you see warfare, there are rules in which we engage. Amen. One of the part of the rules of engagement is called the Geneva Convention. There are rules that govern warfare. You just can't kill innocent civilians. You just can't just go and do what you want to in regard to those if you've captain, captured at war. Amen. There are, amen, rules that you must, amen, abide by when you engage. Glory to God. Amen. And to do so, amen, is to come up under the subjection of the rules that uh, pertain, that is given from that higher authority. Glory to God. So there are rules to the in, in engagement. Amen. And what your adversary wants us to do is to move out of our emotions, out of our feelings, amen, and become presumptuous, become presumptuous. And that's, this is what this word means, presumptuous. It means to step over the line. It means to misuse one, one's authority, amen. It means to engage with the enemy without the release of a higher power, amen. It's presumptuous. It's from the heart. It's something I wanted to do. Just because there's a demonic attack, amen, on our life, and just because we recognize, praise God, we engaged in war, we have to wait on a higher power, amen, glory to God, and how we can, amen, pursue, how we can go forward, amen, what orders did you get, and amen, not so much as what to do, but how to do it. David, amen, always asked God, amen, most of the time, and it came down to warfare, two questions. Amen. The what, amen, and the how. Will I be successful? Glory to God. David says, shall I pursue? First, first Samuel 30, when he came down to Amalek, amen, that had, had raided the south and took women and children captive, even his wives. They, amen, they wept until they had no more power to weep. Amen. And the men spoke of stoning David. You know, when trouble break out, everybody got somebody to blame. Amen. But David said to Abiathar, the priest, Ahimelech's son, fetch me the ephod. Amen. Shall we pursue? Shall we let this be bygones, be bygones? Amen. And David inquired of the Lord, and the Lord said, pursue, for without fail you shall recover all. Amen. So the language that we hear in that in regard to warfare is pursue. Praise God. That word pursue is defined to chase after with hostile intent. It means to chase after with hostile intent. He says, if you pursue, amen, you're going to recover. Glory to God all. And this is the promise, that, amen, to David from God after inquiring. So we should never engage uh, any type of warfare without understanding their rules to the matter. And the first one is, amen, submission to the higher uh, authority. Glory to God. What the en enemy would love for us to do is just engage in our madness. I think in any fight, if you get an enemy red-eyed mad, just crazy mad, amen, it's easy to use his madness against him because, amen, when he gets like that, he, uh, he uh, unconsciously, unconsciously, he forgets all of his discipline. 
praise God, unconsciously his training, his disciplines goes out of the window because his madness has taken control. Glory to God. And this is, this is relevant for us. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 1 through 6, uh, in regard to warfare, and let's get the whole matter. Paul says in verse 1, now I, Paul, myself, pleading with you by the meekness and the gentleness of Christ, amen, who is, who is, who in present I am lowly among you, amen, but being absent I am bold towards you. But I beg you that when I, I am in present I am not, I may not be bold, amen, with that confidence by which I intend to be bold against some, amen, who think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. For though we might, uh, so though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not human in the derivative. It doesn't come from, amen, a, a mindset that's against God. It's not carnal, but it's mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, for casting down the arguments Every high thing that exhausts itself, every high thing that exhausts itself against the knowledge of God, amen, and bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Now, let's put this, and this is Bible study, so let's put this in its proper context so you understand the content, amen. Let's put it, let's put it in its proper con context so you understand uh, the proper content. And a lot of times, because we tend to over-spiritualize, we over-spiritualize the text, and that's why we, 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 we make the content weak when we over-spiritualize and try to apply it when we look at it. Amen. In the book of 2 Corinthians, um, there are those who this rebellious minority is still trying to discredit Paul's apostleship by what they look and see him to be. He said his appearance is weak. He's frail looking. Amen. And uh, that he is, don't look like nothing. So they was using all kinds of methods to discredit Paul and thereby discredit his attachment and influence on the church at Corinth. Second Corinthians is different, amen, from First Corinthians. First Corinthians is a montage of different corrections and different things that Paul, uh, Paul dealt with at Corinth and answering even some questions. Um, but there was a minority of rebels who were trying to raise the majority against Paul. And so now he's forced, praise God, to, amen, to respond. Amen. So this is why he says to them, amen, that he's going to be bold towards some of you, amen, that think we are walking according to the flesh. This is this. This is this minority that don't understand uh, the calling of Paul. And so this is more of his apostolic defense. And so that's why the context dealing with warfare said that, amen, we do not, though we walk in the flesh, we're human beings, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are not fleshly. Amen. Peter had a knife when Jesus could have called angels. He said, put your knife back in the sheath. Amen. That's a corner mindset about warfare. Praise God. Amen. Truth, the word is a war. Amen. It's a weapon. Glory to God. It's a, amen. Uh, the word is, is a sword. Praise God. Amen. And I have, don't, I'm not getting to all the different weapons tonight. Amen. But the purpose of the warfare 
amen, is mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. And this word strongholds, amen, is a fortified, it's a high place, it's fortified, very well protected, amen, that where the, when war breaks out, the government, uh, the high, the high uh, people who have a higher level hide in. So it's a, it's a place, it's a stronghold in the, in the natural. But in, the, in this context, it's a, it's a thought life. It's a demonic-induced, a fleshly-induced thought life. It's an argument, and it's a high thing that exhausts itself against the knowledge of Christ. Glory to God. In the New Living Translation, starting at verse 4, it says, we are humans, but we do not... Uh, wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons. We use God's mighty weapons. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, amen, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning, of human reasonings, and to, listen to this word, destroy false argument. Amen. I just empowered your vocabulary, amen, uh, to knock down amen, the stronghold of human reasoning, and to destroy false arguments. Glory to God. And we destroy every proud obstacle, here's the goal, to keep people from knowing God. Amen. This is the goal, to keep people from knowing God. And we capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. And after you have fully been become fully obedient, we will punish everyone that may, remains disobedient. The goal of the high-sounding argument, the goal of the human reasoning, of the demonic-induced teaching, the goal of this false argument and deception is to keep people from knowing God. Amen. Once that has been hatched, once we've been diverted and deceived from that, Amen. Then your character will fall if your doctrine follow. If your doctrine is uh, polluted or diluted, then it will automatically affect your behavior. When we go into warfare, our primary weapon is the Word of God. Our primary weapon is the Word of God. What we ha what have we heard before the engagement happened? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Uh, the Book of Genesis, and I'm just laying this out because. We're going to be referring to this throughout the series of teaching. Glory to God. In the book of Genesis, um, in the book of Genesis, exactly what it says it is, it's Genesis, it's beginning. It's beginnings. It behooves us to study um, warfare from the beginning so we understand uh, how to deal with um, some of the basic principles of warfare. And it says, when Genesis 3 and 1 says, Now the serpent was more cunning, amen, than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Amen. So he initiates a question about what God said. He initiates a question mark, doubt, about what God said. This is a technique. This is a strategy of the enemy. He, he, he engaged and immediately is a doubt about what God said. Has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. So here we go. Here we go. Let's, let's see where this is taking us. Verse 2, And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said, We shall not eat it nor touch it, lest we die. So within that exchange, initially, 
If I were the enemy, I'd be smiling right there because she added some, she took away some, and the rest just out of context of what God has said. Now the enemy is licking his chops because he's looking and saying, you don't know your word. You don't know what God said. Glory to God. You have not retained his word fully in the content in which he, context in which he said it. Amen. And so now, amen, you're open for what the enemy is going to say next. Amen. Praise God. Then the serpent said to the woman, you shall, you shall not surely die. So he goes from, amen, an initial doubt to an outright lie. It, it progresses from a doubt to an outright lie. You shall not surely die. Amen. We're going to look at the, what God really said in just a minute. For God knows that in the day that you eat, eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God's knowing good and evil. Amen. So, which is to say to Eve, you've been, hold, you've been held out on. Which is to say to Eve, you've been, amen, God is holding out on you. For he knows that in the day that you eat of it, Amen. Your eyes will be open. That very thing that you're being held out on is what you need. Glory to God. Amen. How much of a liar can that be? So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eye and desired to make one wise, that's the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. Amen. Now, after this interaction with the devil, she is now looking at something with different eyes. After the initial, con after this interaction with the devil, with the, amen, the serpent, he said, amen, now she's looking at the command in the, in the tree with different eyes, amen. There are satanic-induced eyes, amen. Look at this. And, she, uh, and uh, after she looked at it, she said she took of it, of this fruit, and ate, and she gave to her husband with her, and he ate. So God's given us this communal effect, this uh, collateral damage as a result of one submitting to the temptation of the enemy. She gave to her husband. It's a communal effect. Amen. Then, then the eyes of both of them were open, and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together that, amen, to make for themselves covering. Glory to God. Amen. They recognized, amen, that they were something that God didn't give them eyes to see that they were naked. Glory to God. And then the soul fig leaves is a picture of their, of their self, own self-righteousness to cover, amen, themselves from their mistake. Amen. It's, amen. There's no sacrifice in it. It's just fig leaves. That's, a, that's man's attempt to cover up what they've messed up. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Now, what did God really say? Let's get this right here. What did God really say? Verse Genesis 2 Amen. In verse 15 through 17 in the New King James Version, this is what God really said. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to tend it and to keep it. This is his occupation. Glory to God. And God said, and God, the Lord God commanded the man saying, every tree of the garden you may eat freely, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat it you shall surely die. Amen. Now, the, the, Eve says, uh, in her inversion of that, we shall not eat or touch it. Touch it. There's no reference of touching. Amen. And she, he, he did say, in the day that you eat, you shall surely die. The liar says, you shall not die. So this is the this is the this is the type of warfare that we're dealing with. Uh, it is 
in very insidious. It's very nasty because it is a direct attack on the word of God. Paul's epistles, for the majority of it, and I don't have time to go in all of it, but I will bring out Colossians. Amen. Said, let no one deceive you. Glory to God. Let no one deceive you. Let no one, amen, uh, let's get caught up in deception. Says to Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should obey another gospel? Amen. Which is not really another gospel. Glory to God. And so from, from the, the onset of the early church, there's always been an attempt to dilute and pollute the word of God. Amen. There's always been an attempt to dilute and pollute the word of God. It's a type of, it's a type of warfare that takes place in the mind. Amen. It's a type of warfare that takes place in the mind and the enemy cannot manifest his, the fullness of his insidious uh, ideas of what he's trying to do unless it's, amen, he has commandeered a body. Amen. Unless he's commandeered, unless he's possessed, amen, a body. Praise God. And so this thing that we have to look at, amen, is that we have to have a mind, uh, a biblical-based mindset about the nature of warfare. We have to be empowered in our language, amen, so that when we engage, we use the language of Christ, we use the language that's given in the word of God, so that when we engage in warfare, we can be successful with the right, with the right language, with the right things given to us, praise God, and the right mindset, the right levels of submission, praise God. This is what gets us victory. This is where, amen, we have to be submitted to God. Glory to God. This is where we have to be submitted and know the word of God. First Timothy chapter four and verse one is important uh, that we understand what times that we're living in. First Timothy chapter four and verse one in the new, first in the new King James version said, now the spirit expressly says or clearly says that in the latter time, some will depart from the faith. Amen. And here's the reason why. Giving heed to deceiving spirits. Amen. Giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies in hypocrisy, giving their uh, having their having their own conscience seared with a hot iron, iron, for forbidding to marry, commanding to abstain from food which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. That's it right there. Praise God. For every creature of God is good, and nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving for it is sanctified by the word of God in prayer. Glory to God. And if you read that again uh, in the New Living Translation, and it's just the first couple of verses, it says, now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the latter, last time, some will turn away, amen, from the uh, true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits, amen, and teachings that come from demons, doctrine of demons, teachings, that come from demons, amen, departed away from, turned away from the true faith, amen, deceived away from the faith, amen, by following deceptive spirits and some deceptive spirit, most of them manifest in a teaching in a man, amen, teachings that come from demons, demons have, can teach. These people are hypocrites and liars in their consciousness are dead. Glory to God, amen. It goes on to tell you the manifestation of that in verse four, three through six. Uh, fine. Glory to God. Amen. And so, but the point that we're trying to make is that we have to careful ourselves that we don't give into, amen, falsely applied word 
that is being put, amen, uh, stored up in the mind that produce a lifestyle or habits, glory to God, that is contrary to the, to the truth of God. Amen. This is one type of warfare. In this series of teaching, we're going to be dealing with, amen, other types of spiritual warfare as well. But the premises and the foundation is, what did God say? Amen. The foundation is, what did God say? What is, how has God, amen, given us to engage in, amen, in warfare, amen, kingdom principles in regard to the things of God? This is where we got to get, amen, even in this last days, praise God, and at least we be a part of the great following in a way, amen. We have to press, amen, and insist on your maturity. We have to press in and insist on your maturity because maturity is the front line of defense against uh, spiritual warfare. Maturity is part of the front line of defense uh, against spiritual warfare. Amen. In 1 John chapter 4 and verse 1, amen, it says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit. Beloved, that's an enduring term. Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit whether they are of God. Amen. Test the spirit because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Many have gone out into the world. Amen. They were among us. Amen. They, were, they acted like us. But their heart, their intent, they were false. And they've gone out back into the world. Amen. By this, you know that the Spirit of God, by this right here, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. Amen. That, that crucified Jesus over 2,000 years ago, amen, that came in the flesh is of God. Amen. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is already in the world. You are, you are of God, little children, and have come overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are of the world, therefore they speak of the world, and the world hears them. You are of God, and he who knows God, amen, hears us. And he who is not of God does not hear us. By this, by this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. The spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Glory to God. Amen. And so um, this, this teaching is designed to, amen, to empower your, your understanding of warfare. Amen. Uh, and, and, and threefold presentation. Number one is to educate. It's to educate on some of the basics of spiritual warfare. It's to educate some of the basics of spiritual warfare. Amen. Uh, and the number two is to equip us in regard to the rules of engagement, to e equip. So number one, educate. Number two, equip. And then number three, to expand our vocabulary in regard to spiritual warfare. Praise God. So when you engage, you have to engage with the right mind and with the right vocabulary in spiritual warfare. Praise God. And we're going to also add into this vocabulary, amen, intercession. Praise God. So when we go into intercession, we engage with the enemy with the right mindset and the right vocabulary. Amen. Some of the vocabulary that we've seen, we started out and we don't get, we can't get farther on this tonight. 
is the concept, amen, the words that were used by Paul, that the weapons of our warfare are not fleshly, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, I'm sorry, they're not fleshly, but mighty through God. And here's a word, for the pulling down of strongholds, but casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. In the New Living Translation, it says the, the, we use God's mighty weapon, not worldly weapons, to knock down the stronghold of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments, to destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. Amen. One of the main purposes for deception, main purpose for human argument and reasoning is to keep the believer from knowing God. And then even if they can't stop salvation from knowing, amen, the other part is to keep you from a level of maturity through slight warfare, through cunning warfare to, amen, take the word out of the context and mess up its content. Amen. Messing up the content, taking it out of its context so you'll never become the fullness of who God called you to be. Glory to God. And that's why meditating on the word, that's why teaching this, amen, rightly dividing the word is uh, very important as it, as it is concerned with spiritual warfare. Praise God. As it is concerned to be full of spiritual warfare. Peter, Peter exhausts us in 1 Peter 5 to be sober, to be vigilant. For your adversary is a, goes about as a, as a lion seeking whom he may devour. Praise God. And so we have to be sober. We have to be vigilant. We have to have trained eyes. Amen. We have, we, need, we have need of trained eyes, number one. Number two, discerning spirits. Say again, bogus. We have need of trained eyes and a, amen, and a discerning spirit so that like watchmen, we can, we can uh, observe the activity of the enemy before it manifests into its full uh, uh, intent. Amen. So say again, so we can see the seed thought before it completely engage into what amen, the enemy is intending to. But we see the seed thought before the tree bear fruit. Glory to God is the thing that we're going, we're purposing to empower, to equip your mind uh, so that you have, amen, trained eyes and a discerning spirit. Trained eyes in the discerning spirit. You don't have to wait till it's full manifestation. Praise God. You can see the seeds of, of, of what's about to happen, uh, about what the enemy is trying to do if your eyes are trained in spiritual warfare. Praise the Lord. If your eyes are trained in spiritual warfare. Now, when we built this house, um, to God be the glory, we did what we call a final walkthrough. Uh, the gentleman that was doing the walkthrough with us had done it a hundred times over, amen. So he gave us little pieces of uh, tape, the blue uh, painter's tape so it don't leave mark on the wall. He said, to those imperfections that you see, put the tape on it. Or if, it's, if it's up, put an arrow, if it's above your head, pointing towards what needs to be fixed, amen. Pointing towards what needs to be fixed, amen. He was going about ripping the tape and just going, and just kept all of these places, places that weren't painted correctly, all these places that needed trim or whatever, he was moving fast. Up until the point he put the tape on it, my eyes could not see what he saw. Once he pointed it out, I could see what he was pointing, but up until that point, 
I couldn't see anything. I was walking around and he going behind me putting tape. And, hey man, it's the, it, 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 and the issue is this, and this is the point I'm making. His eyes, because of experience, were so trained to recognize imperfection and what needed to be fixed. He could see it faster than me and more of it. Glory to God. Come on, Jesus. Hallelujah. He could see it faster than me and he could see more of it. Praise God, because he had experienced and trained eye so that he don't close on the house that still need, amen, some finishing touches, praise God, uh, so to speak. And, and, and so he was quick at this thing. I, myself, I was struggling until he uh, educated my eyes what to look for. You better speak, bogus. He educated my eyes what to look for, where to look for it, and some of the common areas that are always, always overlooked. He, he educated me to look at where, amen, and what to look for. And then from that point on, I was more frequent, not to the speed he was, because he was more trained. He was well-trained. Not to the speed, but I, I could see more because he educated my eyesight. Glory to God. We don't have to see a full-blown church split. We don't have to see a full-blown, amen, uh, 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 division in the church and all. We don't have to see any of that. We just have to have eyes that can see the beginnings of what the enemy is trying to do. Praise God. We don't need a tree and then it's fruit to tell what kind of tree it is. We just need to see the seed trying to manifest. Praise God. And so this is the thing that I'm, that I'm pressing towards. My time is up. This is the thing that we're going to be training and teaching in regard to spiritual warfare so that we go on to perfection. We got to go on to perfection, making rid of people that's prepared for the coming of the Lord. Amen. And so I just use tonight as a basis for where we are, um, our mindset, our thought pattern, where we're going. Amen. So we want to educate. We want to equip. We want to expand. Amen. And in regard to all things spiritual warfare. Praise God, amen, so that we can walk in the truth. Now, this is my last statement. What the first Adam, amen, failed at, the second Adam, Christ, completed. What the first Adam did in regard to the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life, and gave in, the second Adam was tempted in the same way, the lust of the flesh, make this bread stone, I mean, turn this uh, stone into bread, amen, the pride of life, and he took him upon the pinnacle of the city, amen, and the desire to make one wise, amen, the pride of life. So Adam, the first Adam and the second Adam, Christ was tempted in the same way. But Jesus says it is written, going to God. Eve fumbled what was written. Jesus didn't fumble what is written. What is he saying to us? If we're going to engage, we got to know what's written if we're going to be successful in our engagement. We have to know what's written. We have to keep the content in the context of what, the God, of what God is teaching us out of the word of God so that we're successful and we're not ignorant concerning his devices. We're not ignorant concerning his devices. Neither do we charge headlong into a battle without authorization. There are rules to the engagement without authorization. Amen. David, David commanded Abiathar, the priest, Ahimelech's son said, bring me the ephod. This is a priestly garment that is used in prayer. He says, amen, used in service. He, uh, amen, he went into the Lord, asked, shall I pursue these truths? Glory to God. 
or amen. And if I do pursue, will I overtake them? And even in his heartbreak, in his madness, in his ability to be a great warrior, he asked God, Can I, shall I pursue? Glory to God. So he wouldn't be acting sinfully by being presumptuous because he was mad. Amen. Be out of our heartly, fleshly mindset, amen, should be no reason to engage in warfare. It's got to be, what did the Lord say? Have you been authorized to engage? Glory to God. I know you feel with the Holy Spirit. I know you got the word down in you where you can quote every verse, but what did the Lord tell you to do? How did he tell you to do it? Which way did he give you to do it? Amen. We can only be successful when we acknowledge God and submit to his tactics and his strategies. That's it. To his tactics, his strategies. That's the only way we're going to be. Uh, glory to God. Uh, that's the only way we're going to be successful. Praise God. So my, my, my time is up. Amen. There's so much I want to say. And so I have to do it in serious so I don't stumble over it and cause you even more confusion. Amen. So we're going to do this thing, amen, very methodically um, so that when you come out of this series, praise God, you are more equipped, amen, you're more empowered concerning spiritual warfare and your eyes are educated and trained and the discernment for what the adversary desires to do. And the scripture gives us an open book, the open book, praise God. So you shouldn't fail no test with an open book. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. My time is up, but not my spirit. Amen. There's so much I want to add to your heart. And so we're going to be teaching on this. And uh, 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 um, there's so much we're going to be giving. So prepare yourself and your mind in that direction. So we'll be on this series. Praise God for the next couple of months. Amen. Father, we bless you. We thank you. We magnify you. We adore you. You alone are God. You alone are God. You are a healer and our deliverer. In the name of Jesus, you are, you are Jira, our provider. Thank you, Father. You are Nisi, our banner. We're in, we are in alliance with you, and you are a man of war. Teach us strategies. Teach us your, uh, your word, and give us, Father God, the level of submission required to be considered, amen, uh, soldiers in your army. So we bless you, and we give you praise and thanks for all that you've done, all that you're going to do in us and for us and through us. In Jesus' name, 